Tranquility Base here. The Eagle has landed. I'm Angela, I like anime, so anyway, let's talk about it. So, Bell, or in Japanese, Yu Sobakasa no Hime, which literally means the dragon and the freckled princess, which will become pretty clear why when you see the poster or when you watch any part of the movie. But, Bell is a very obvious take on um, Beauty and the Beast, but in a more 21st century, like, type of viewing experience with like the incorporation of a virtual world which is you the roman letter you um the movie is about two hours and two minutes long which is quite a hefty movie i think it's worth it because those uh, it doesn't even feel like two hours when i rewatched it and um in terms of a movie i think usually if a movie is longer then it's longer for a reason unlike in tv when a show is longer it might not necessarily be for any important reason Bell aired on July 16th, 2021, so about last year, over a year ago, and um, it's done by Studio Chizu, and it's an original, there's no manga. And this studio has done things like Wolf Children, which I've seen, um, The Boy and the Beast, which I've read the first volume of because, fun story, I went to my local library and I was looking at the manga and the first volume was there and I didn't really know what it was about, but I was like, I'll pick it up and read it. It was alright. Like, it wasn't amazing, but that's fine. And they've obviously done Bell, and they've done Midai, or I think the Japanese title. The the director of Bell is Mamoru Hosoda, and he also did, uh, the well, not the studio, but he did, uh, The Girl Who Left Through Time, which I've also seen, which I've actually really enjoyed as a movie. And I'd like to point out that Studio Ghibli aren't the only people that make anime movies. There are so many anime movies that I've seen that aren't just Studio Ghibli-based. And I think, like, Colourful was an amazing, like, I actually loved Colourful as a movie. It was, like, an amazing anime movie, and it wasn't done by Studio Ghibli, and that was fine. And let me think of another... Oh, I really liked... I know it's, like, a Netflix original, but I really, really love Words Bubble like, Soda Pop, as you can tell, because I have an episode on it, and I think it's, like, the perfect representation of, like, a good summer, teen, innocent, wholesome... But... The VA for Belle is uh, Kaho Nakamura and the VA for The Beast is Kakeru Sato. I think I put another letter on the end, I can't even read my own handwriting. But from here on out, it'll be spoilers, but I recommend that everybody goes to watch Belle if you haven't already. I mean, it's been a year and people have been raving about it, so I'd be surprised if you're an anime watcher and you haven't seen it. But to be fair, in my anime watching experience, I didn't watch it like immediately when it came out I watched it quite a while after because I, I know it sounds petty it's quite childish but I am still a child uh not a child I'm just like a still teenager but one of my friends like really really loved Belle so I was like I'm not gonna watch it um until like her hype dies down a bit and then I'll watch it later because yeah but I do understand why she was hyped about it I think my friend really likes it because uh they really like music so the like the orchestral beat type music in this is like oh it's amazing um but that's another thing so into bell let's get into the thick of it as uh, the backyard guns would say so we start with the narration voice being like welcome to the world of you it's the first line and it's an external narrate external narrator which kind of distances 
you but also kind of intrigues you like why isn't the main character like talking about this it's like some external force um and they don't really need to go into more detail about this but they talk about how there's body sharing technology which like basically puts your biometric like puts your like biometric feelings and everything onto an avatar called as and the as is automatically created based on like your biometric features and another quote is you is another reality as is another you which already starts this kind of feeling of like I mean, they say it in the next line. Um, you can't start over in reality, but you can start over in you. Which t- which starts like this very ominous, like foreboding type of um, element. Even though like the visuals for this are amazing. It's spectacular, it's colourful, it's great. So, and uh, I think the first song is playing, which is called You, which is sung by Belle, which is a phenomenal song. It's honestly amazing. Um, but yeah, like you're already getting hyped, but then the sense of like, like you it's almost like you don't need reality which is kind of what they're trying to pitch to you like or you need another version of yourself that's like a bit better or another reality that you can make your own uh which is i think something they say later on which i have at the end i think they say at the beginning and they say at the end but something about how uh you can change the world in you or something um which i think is um quite interesting and it also is like very reminiscent of how social media works in the same way like in in a way like a lot of our social media platforms are like another reality for people to like live on and then they can create profiles of themselves which can be another version of themselves and they can start over more or less and have get a following or just like go really deep into a community even if they don't have a following and just like live another life but the problem with this is as you live another life like in terms of you and in terms of um reality as you live another life uh you're you're neglecting your first life like the one that like is limited uh so i i don't understand like the type of escapism because i guess that's where the main character you could argue why the main character goes into you in the first place but it's it's probably not good to regret it so anyway so we start with bell singing you in the opening and um then there's the juxtaposition so Belle is like this stunning goddess prima donna type like um as or avatar and uh, then you see our main character, like after they've sung the song, you see uh, our main character, Suzu, who's just an ordinary girl, um, but is singing a spell. And it takes her ages to get to school and she refuses uh, like a ride from her dad. Like she takes like multiple modes of transports just to get to school and it's like, okay. Um, but yeah, you can already see that she has some type of tension with her dad that isn't really explained yet. Uh, one thing I will probably talk about like, I mean, I'll talk about it now, is they do explain everything, but kind of in an exposition dump, I think, from what I remember. Like, it's just a series of, like, flashbacks from, I think, the main, from Suzu, about, like, her mom dying and stuff. But, I mean, uh, it could also illustrate how she, like, relives those, the happiest moments with her mom, like, all the time, and also relives the darkest moments with her mom when her mom died all the time, like, in one like string and it kind of makes it easier but then there wasn't that much room for like here here and here like not here that makes no sense there wasn't much room for like foreshadowing I think unless you like talked about the mom and then we talked about Shinobu and Shinobu but then you do find out that early on that Shinobu's the one that like saved her from like following her mom into the river but either way 
I mean, that's, that would probably be one of my only complaints, I think, out of the entire movie. Um, but, uh, but it also does make it an easier watch. Like, it's a little less... Like, it's easier to understand. But, okay, so then we meet Shinobu, her childhood friend, who... She sees it as a proposal, but uh, he said when they were, like, six that he'd protect her. Um, but currently, he's, like, really cool and popular and plays basketball, and she just kind of watches him thinking, ah, oh, you know, he proposed to me when we were little, and she tells her that. And also, I wrote that the way that you... Not you. The way that Belle uses their songs throughout the movie is very interesting because they put, like, some of the ending songs right at the beginning, but, like, without any lyrics, just, like, as, as instrumentals. And I didn't really realize that until I rewatched it, and I was like, "Oh, this is the like one of the final songs in the in the movie, and they're putting it here." I had no idea. But even as like instrumentals, these songs are still really good backing tracks, or just really good songs in general. And it's like amazing um, how they managed to incorporate them. And then her mom was the one who taught her to love music, like. But this is also a good way that technology influences people, which I actually noticed in the movie was. Um, that Suzu like learned how to play piano just like on the piano app on her mom's phone which I think is a really like it's really interesting in the way that uh, social media YouTube videos apps all these things help us like access like pretty much any hobby that we could ever want um, like at the touch of our fingers because to be honest for me there's like a lot a lot of my hobbies now um, I didn't go to classes for, I didn't like do like do any external things. I would just like watch YouTube videos on whatever I want to do. That's the reason why I can really, like I, I'm really good at cooking and baking and it was just because in my like early teen years that was all I'd watch on YouTube, cooking and baking videos. I don't even know why, I just really enjoyed watching people cook and bake and I'd try and like emulate it. And more recently, um, I've been into crochet a lot so I've been watching lots of crochet videos and I've made leg warmers and I made a scarf and things like that those aren't very hard things to crochet but even so like I think it's just really fun how you can reach any interest just because of like technology we learned that, that her mom died from sorry that was a really weird transition but we learned that her mom died uh, by saving a little girl and uh, I also like how they didn't bring up like that girl that the mum saved like they didn't make her like a, a character or an important character in this movie because then they would have had to handle like it would have been like this weird bit of them being like of the main character being like oh well you caused my mum to die and then even that oh, I think no nah, it's dumb and even still Suzu never blames the like little girl for needing help or trouble and I feel like maybe that's something I've seen in like other shows and anime it's just like they blame because they love their parents so much or their mum so much they blame any like the other person um for being the cause of like their parents death but either way i like how they didn't bring her in as a uh, like as a character like a main character and i said the visuals are spectacular then i said um shinobu, shinobu stops yeah i already said all this oh she probably read ahead I'll, I'll cut this out. Okay. Suzu, instead of um, being angry at the girl who needs to be saved by her mum, is angry at her mum, probably rightfully so. But not really angry, more she doesn't understand because she keeps asking why did her mum decide to leave. And me personally, I mean, I'm not a mother. I'm not, I don't know if I'd be the kind of person to go and save somebody, like risk, risk or lose my own life to go save somebody. But I think... Uh, Susan's mum wasn't thinking about um, 
she wasn't thinking this is a deliberate choice I'm leaving my daughter I think she was thinking either somebody else is going to lose their daughter somebody else is going to miss that child I need to save them they're only a child they have so much more to live so much more to do and um, how could I how could I not save like a child like that when I know I'm able to and I think this type of um, if I'm able to do something why don't I attitude is very much carried into Suzu when um, later because I think the dad says something towards the end like you're just like your mom um, she wants to help uh, good Kay and his little brother um, because she knows she can do something so if she can do something she'll help uh, which is the type of personality that her mom had so yeah and even when her, like she goes off to Tokyo to try and find them the dad is all like yeah uh, you're just like your mom uh, good luck basically so I don't know if this part serves a, if this bit serves a purpose but she then goes to karaoke and people egg her on to sing and then she like I think she gets overwhelmed and screams and then she vomits uh while she's walking home along like a little bridge and I wrote here because I think this is why I think this is important I wrote she's pretty gross and pathetic like after she tried and then after, this is kind of like the trigger to like force her to go into you I think she realized how pathetic and a bit disgusting her life was so what if she can like forget all about that if she can start again in youth then why not as the uh, narrator said at the beginning but Belle enters you and sings Utayo which is which is a song <laughs> and everyone tells her to shut up but then some people are like she's amazing and her first fan is uh, a Tenshin or like an angel or an angel spirit kind of thing like it's I think it's in Japanese like folk folklore I don't know what it does in Japanese folklore but I've seen it before and uh, after this like encounter of everyone like watching her sing Utayo, she's like, oh, I can finally sing. Which I think is interesting because it took her having to put on an entirely different persona for her to be able to finally sing. She doesn't have the bravery uh, or any type of thought that she could or can sing as herself. So that's where her mindset is at now. In the middle of the day, she goes viral and her friend thinks, uh, and her friend thinks it's funny but uh, and she also and Suzu doesn't believe that that's her when also when she creates Belle as an avatar but Belle brings up the inner beauty in oneself so there's more or less as a part of uh, Suzu that she doesn't realize that it's absolutely beautiful and I think that's her singing ability or her singing voice which is shown through Belle in this case then so uh, Belle is singing in you uh, like in the like crystal ball type thing and um, Ryu appears fighting the justices and they did this on purpose which I think is quite funny but also like it's supposed to be ironic um, and Ryu is like oh not Ryu yeah Ryu the dragon or the beast actually it means dragon in Japanese but it, it, like in the terms of the show it, it means beast Ryu uh, breaks uh, down the data thing and then defeats them all like breaks their data and Ryu has like bruises on his back and they're in pain and Justin is the leader of the justices and is power hungry which is a bit obvious oh I have another like uh bone to pick with Belle this is my second thing like it's ca- like it's kind of like a continuation of exposition dumping like later on Justin you can already tell at this point is like power hungry and doesn't care about anything and he cares about fake justice or like all he cares about is like being recognized and like unveiling people like you see that and like you see that now you see that like the second you meet him and then you see it later when he's trying to hunt down Ryu and you see it later and later and later and later but 
I, there's like this weird bit where he like I'll probably talk about it later where he kidnaps Belle and then like Belle has this whole monologue or Suzu has this whole monologue where she's like you don't really care about just yeah we know Suzu like I don't think I it's like a I can't remember what I was watch what I was watching but one of the YouTubers I like uh one of their quotes or something that they've said is like I hate when they think that the audience is dumb like you can tell that just Justin was always like this like I didn't need Susie to like or Belle to spell it out for me and be like you don't care about justice duh you've seen him enough times to realize that he doesn't care about justice anyway when Ryu finishes fighting the justices Belle says which means um who are you uh, then she like goes out of you and she's called to her dad but who are you so she doesn't even say like why why are you doing this or please go away or stop she's like who are you which I think gets to the root of the entire like thing about Rue like it's an interesting thing to ask and I do wonder why she might have asked that because in what sense did she mean that like who like I know who are you sounds pretty simple, like a simple question, like like your name. But in my head, it kind of feels like, what have you done? Like, why are you here? Like, can we talk? Like, it feels like a lot of questions loaded into one question for me, because as soon as you start talking about who you are as a person, it opens up a bunch of facets of you. Like, you're not just, you don't, unless somebody just replies with your name, you don't learn that much about somebody. But then she leaves you and then she's called to her dad and um justin just wants to unveil the beast but which just basically means like not hacking but like breaking down the data in the system which like takes off your as or your avatar and then just reveals the person underneath but anyway so Belle leaves you and then she can't stop thinking about the beast and she decides that she's gonna go to his castle to see what he's like and he's all like yeah get the heck out of here (laughs) and uh she like which I appreciate. I think I don't know if she doesn't. In- yeah, she stands her ground, so she follows the angel spirit up the stairs and reassures it that everything will be all right. I don't think it's now, but at some point later on, uh, Ryu or the Beast is screaming at Belle, and she stands her ground and she responds to him calmly, which I think I'll talk about later. But then I love. I wrote here. I love the group of middle old ladies. They're so supportive. You could say they're kind of like a second mom to Suzu because she doesn't have a mom. Uh, yeah. I- uh, she holds her ground, and when the beast yells at her, uh, a classic, uh, you wouldn't, <laughs> when the beast yells at her, the classic, you wouldn't understand me, sorry, I, every time I read that, I have to, like, anything along those lines, I have to almost read it, like, dumb Shinji, you wouldn't understand me, yada yada yada, uh, she replies, uh, well, explain it to me then, simply and calmly, just explain it to me, you say I won't understand, so yeah, tell me, and then uh, Ryu saved Belle from the justices when she was leaving the castle after she left because that would have ruined her reputation if she was found out hanging with the beast and also the justices were doing that whole, it's like a whole ACAF thing, but the justices were just like being up in her face, like harassing her for no reason. Like she didn't do anything wrong. Like she wasn't, you know, and they just had to find a reason for her to be wrong so they could get information out of her. Oh yeah, I wrote, I kind of forgot about the love song, she writes, 
for Ryu later on when they have that little like dance like the uh, this is where it's like beauty and the beast beauty and the beast like they have their little like dance scene in the in the beast castle and it's like oh it's so nice it's so bloody good but then this is where i made an epic awesome discovery i actually wrote in caps wait no that song could easily be about suzu but from her friend Oshinobu's perspective the bell and the beast are the same but they don't realize it um i should probably pull up the lyrics of that song but i think from the lyrics in the song they like the way that suzu talks about um i think it's like like there are lyrics like you say you're fine um but you're really not stuff like that um it's the same way suzu like reacts or like shows when she talks to her friend or her dad or shinobu like she keeps saying she's fine but she's not and like people just want to like see if she's okay and they won't let her because she's too hurt and the same way the beast is too hurt although her hurt is, emo- is emotionally and the beast hurt when you find out who he is it's emotionally and physically yeah i said no i love this scene it's a scene that got really i remember seeing it on tiktok a lot when the movie came out so luca and kamishin um are at the ticket place i actually really, really really like the angling for that scene i don't know why it's just a really odd place to put a camera but it like you can see almost everything in like a really like a really weird way i don't know it's nice i like the angling it's quite particular so we're at the ticket place and after the awkwardness uh basically uh, luca confesses the cat well doesn't really confess to kamishin kamishin finds out that luca likes her um and then after the awkwardness they weirdly just like bond over bell which i think is quite funny it kind of reminds me like when you find somebody who like it, it's kind of like just when you like anime we'll stop. <laughs> i don't know why i wanted it like that but you know when like everything's really awkward and then you find out that somebody watches the same show as you or watches the same anime and you're like wait no you love that show too who's your favorite character ah me too like so i love that uh, this is why I watch more anime, like, so I could talk more with people. I love talking with people about anime, hence the podcast. Um, but Shinobu knows Suzu is Belle. Suzu does not confirm that, but Shinobu knows. I don't really know how, and that's fine. I don't really need to know how. Next. The Beast is in trouble. The justice is... Yeah, this is another thing that they don't care about justice. Like, this is the second... It's not even the second thing. It's another big thing that they do to tell that you know that they don't care about bloody justice. But anyway, the justices just set the beast's castle on fire to drive him out. So they, they don't care about anything. Um, also, all the women in the like singing group also knew that Belle was Suzu. That's another thing. Um, but I mean, also, uh, there could have been more nuance with them like in terms of like a villains. Because you kind of like, you like your villains to have a bit of like, to understand them. Uh, to be like, okay, I can see why you've done this, but it's still wrong. <laughs> um, or to be multi multifaceted villains, not just, ah, I hate everyone. Um, but yeah, so, moving along. Um, they figure out who the beast really is because of the best friend, like, actually no, it was because of, it was because of Suzu. Um, because Suzu sang the love song and then um, there was like a bit of foreshadowing where like they saw a live stream and then uh, they saw the live stream again, but the boy in the live stream was singing the song that Belle wrote for the Beast, and that was the only song that um, the only the only uh, the Beast was the only person who could have known that song because Belle only showed that song to the Beast. And then they find out that like um, the two boys, I guess, trigger warning for um, domestic abuse and child abuse. The two boys are getting 
um, abused by their father, like emotionally, mostly physically, but also emotionally, because if you're because of the things that he like screams at them, because he's like he says stuff like, uh, actually no, I don't need to repeat it. I don't want to repeat words of abuse actually. Um, Belle is all no, not Belle because Susie at this point. Susie was all like, uh, I want to help you. Uh, where are you? Please tell me where you are. And then um, K or oh, the Beast, but his name's K. He's a fourteen-year-old boy. Is all like. Um, People say they want to help me, but over and they say that my father will change, but over and over and over again, nobody's uh, wanted to help me. And then he says, people just say they're going to help, 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 or like, taskadu, 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 taskadu. I remember that so vividly, because the amount of times he repeats taskadu, um, it's, it's mad. Anyway, but he's like, it was through that repetition of taskadu, who's repeat taskadu or help. He's showing the audience that, to him, help means nothing because the help the people have offered is pointless it hasn't done anything it hasn't helped anyone then uh shinobu who was based i wrote <laughs> shinobu based shinobu says um that you can't get through to him as bell um and shinobu believes that she can as herself so she should sing to him or susu should sing to him as suzu not as bell which leads into the big point at the beginning where um you can become another person, you can ha- you can live in another reality, um, but at the end of the day, I think you shouldn't neglect your own self or like think that um, your online persona of yourself is way better than your actual version of yourself. Because I think um, Belle is, as much as it's about like save, it's, it's not really about saving the beast for a good chunk, how many years? Um, it's also about Suzu discovering herself and having a bit more confidence in herself to sing the way that she wants to sing. But then, this is when uh, Suzu gets Justin to unveil herself and, uh, well, she unveils herself with Justin's, like, unveil ring. And then she sings A Million Miles Away, which is uh, the song that she sings as Suzu, and the crowd sing with her. And um, I wrote, like, it's really emotional. She just, everybody realises that she's just an average schoolgirl. And Peggy Sue, who's jealous of Suzu this entire time, also said that she's just a regular schoolgirl, just like me. Which comes to show that, like, the people that you hate or think are like this, like, they're just people at the end of the day. Like, every most people, on, like, people on the internet at the end of the day are just people. Whether they have an insane power trip or feeling like they can say whatever they want, whether they, um whether they share their lives and like show that they have a bunch of money at the end of the day they're just people um uh shinobu says that after the song was sang shinobu's like uh suzu your feelings reach them and then uh i wrote suzu is like her mom in the way that she tries to save people when she has the ability to which i was talking about earlier so um then uh they the K like doesn't fully trust Suzu at that point but he's like um fine I'll tell you where I am but then the live stream gets cut because the dad finds out that it was getting live streamed and then now it's time to use context clues and the search for where they live is on um which uses the power of everybody in a way to first find out where they are and then get uh Suzu to uh where they live because the old ladies and stuff drive them there and her dad gives her support to go and do that um yeah, and she finally communicates with her dad on the way to Tokyo, and then they she also communicates with her with her dad when she gets back, and she'll finally eat the dinner that he makes. But now this is up to interpretation, because I like I do forget to do a lot of things. 
forgot to check what um, year Suzu is in. But from my assumption, I'm going to assume that she's a high schooler, which means she's either 15, 16, 17, or 18. But K, when they meet in the end, um, actually, yeah, she also, I, I'm skipping around, but so when they meet, um, Suzu, like it's raining, 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 raining. Suzu protects K and the little brother from the dad who's like trying to like claw at her and pull her away and like he ends up ripping like a bit of her skin off and she has a cut and stuff like that and she stands her ground and then the dad kind of realises kind of what a scumbag like worthless kind of guy he is like he's just basically like be not being up but like hurting this like girl for no reason besides from the fact that like he has he's on a power trip and he wants to assert, assert like his dominance amongst his sons um so then he like breaks down and like just cries and like stops and then uh Kay uh hugs Suzu and says uh I love you or like he says Daisuke or Daisuke or whatever and she she just says thanks which I love because like it's not like she wasn't doing all of this because she like fell in love it actually it's up to interpretation but she wasn't doing i don't think she was doing any of this because she actually fell in love with the beast i mean she may have when she didn't know who he was but he since he's only like a 14 year old kid like now that she knows like um she definitely isn't like in love with him like it's not wrong or anything they're both children or kids but um either way shinobu like later on says um uh, now um, I can like now we can finally be like normal friends or something, um, which is good because yeah Shinobu feels free, uh, which is good because he spent all this time like looking after her maybe because he felt obligated to because her mom was gone, um, but now her and Shinobu can start their own relationship if they want or just be become better friends if they want because she's kind of been distancing herself from Shinobu like this entire like after um, her mom died. But then the narrator at the end, um, and also they have a big group hug, K, Suzu, and um, K, Suzu, and the younger brother. And Suzu goes home, she says that she'll eat her dad's dinner. That's when Shinobu's like, Yeah, I'm finally free. Then everyone's walking along the like, the, it's not a river, I forgot what it's called, but like, what well, is kind of like a river? There's little like river things in Japan. They're walking along there, like, the sun is shining, and it's kind of just like a good ending. And then the narrator chimes in and is like, uh, you can change the world. Not you can change the world. Like, like yeah, the narrator from the beginning who talked about, like, it's another reality, it's another um, version of yourself, it's another idea, chimes in and is all like, you can change the world. I think that's one of the last words. Um, so, yeah. Now, overall thoughts and stuff. Um, I just really like and enjoyed, like, all the music in it. So I checked and the three composers for Bell are Ludwig Fossell, Yuta Bando and Taisei Iwasaki. And I also checked Bell, not Bell, Suzu is 17 and I don't think that should be a ship then because a 17 year old and a 14 year old are very different in emotional intelligence. And the song was called uh, Lend Me Your Voice or Kokoro no Sobani I think in Japanese. It was more about like you saying you want to be left alone and lend me a voice and I'll like But at the end it's like it's one of those movies and I always say these in my um in my podcast. It was one of those movies that made me feel really tingly, like all over. It was enjoyable. The visual was good. If I'd seen it in the movie I probably would have like in the not in the movie. If I'd seen it in the cinema I probably would have cried. Um 
on that note, uh, yeah, I would suggest you watched it, even though I just spoiled all of it. Um, it was really good. Now, on that note, let's talk about myself. Let's do some updates. I have literally... Okay, sorry about, about that yelling. I'm, I'm screaming. I saw the free movie in cinema. Like, and I didn't even go to the cinema that much anymore. The last, like, two, three movies I've seen in the cinema have, like, all been anime movies. Like, I saw the Jujutsu Kaisen Zero movie. It was phenomenal. I... When Nanami showed up, I, like, my, I was sat down, but my knees were weak. I love Nanami. And not even, like, not even, like, a romantic way. I just really like Nanami. He's really cool. Um, but, yeah... And then I saw the free movie, and there were two movies, so I've never like watched a movie like that. I've never watched the first movie that bit that then there be an interval, and then like ten minutes, and then they play the second movie. It was like so fun, and I loved it. I I didn't think I'd like it as much as I did. Um, and then what else? I've watched a lot of anime. It's September currently. Yeah, I've watched a lot of things. I think. It's, it's been so so not a lot i i also watched like i think i watched k john and i watched something else uh i watched the queen's gambit it was really good i really liked it uh, like i don't watch that much um just like normal american or british like drama tv but that that was worth it oh well, it was good um but yeah uh i really enjoyed making this episode um i wonder what i'll do next i didn't want to do this no i won't talk i won't say that uh, I wonder what I'll do next. Um, I think it's easier for me, especially because school started again, so it's since it's September. I think it's easier for me to do movies because there's only a short amount of time. Not a short amount of time. It's only like a set amount of time compared to series, unless it's like a series that I'm really passionate about, that I really want to talk about. But then if that's the case, I won't be going like through the events like I can do with movies and talk about what I think about them and why I think they happened and things like that. But in general um thank you for listening hope you enjoyed this month's episode um see you next time bye tranquility base here the eagle has landed